Today, I want to tell you the story about that time I went to North Korea. First, we need some context. So during my time in the Marine Corps, I was stationed in Okinawa, Japan. I did three years over there. So essentially, my four-year enlistment was on the island. One thing that we did often was deploy for exercises and training in South Korea. If you've never been to South Korea, it's an exciting place, lots of energy, and I would often joke that it felt like America, except they didn't speak English. During those deployments, we would be there for about a month, maybe a month and a half, depending on which part of the deployment you were on, whether you were on the setup crew or the operational crew. And we would ride over them what we would call the high-speed vessel. Now, the high-speed vessel was just a fancy, giant car ferry. But it worked because it could move 800 Marines and a lot of cargo. Being on the car ferry in the middle of a lake is one thing. Being in the middle of the open ocean is an entirely different thing. We nicknamed it the Vomit Comet, and it would take about 30 hours one way to get there. And the only good spot on this boat was lying flat on your stomach, sleeping the 30 hours on the way through, and waking up to get some food, and then going right back down, because the boat would just swell eight feet from one side to the other. But I digress. It wasn't always work while we were there, though. And we had many chances to see different sites and get liberty some of the military installations like Osan Air Force Base. The most memorable trip while there was to get the chance to see the Demilitarized Zone, or the DMZ, which, if you don't know, is the border between North and South Korea. Depending on how crazy things are with North Korea at the particular time, you may be able to go, or you may not be. There is a United States Army base called Camp Casey, which is the joint operations with the United Nations that operates the South Korean side of the protection of the DMZ. And it's not always open to visitors. Now, on my last trip to South Korea, before leaving the Marines, I got lucky enough to go on tour. North Korea was behaving enough. And nothing explained what it's like to go to those tiny blue houses in between the UN buildings and watch the North Koreans look at you with those binoculars through the windows. You might remember the blue houses in the news from either when President Trump visited or often they're shown with pictures when President Clinton visited way back in the 90s. Even more interesting is that you can actually go into these blue houses, which sit equally half on the south side and half on the north side. And this is the part where you get to stand on the North Korean soil and now claim, I have been to North Korea. But why tell this story today? What does being in North Korea have anything to do with fatherhood? Well, what that trip taught me was the opportunity and experience. It showed me what it's truly like to understand the world. And not just the world, but as others see it as well. Now, North Korea and South Korea is a very extreme example. But it taught me to question my own beliefs of what I see. Whether it be an issue with parents, spouse, kids, work, or we never truly get a chance to see the other side. How many people hear about North Korea in the news and have no idea what it's like to be there? Or the reality that I remind myself often is that if we were to go to war, 10 million people would be dead in the first few hours because Seoul is just 20 minutes from the border. Perspective is everything. And as a society, we often don't spend a very long time slowing down to understand how others see things. Or I see this often when my oldest daughter comes home from school and she had a rough day and it can be easy for me just to dismiss what she feels because I wasn't there or brush it off like it just doesn't matter because she has her whole life ahead of her. But I will create a much better relationship if I sit down and understand how she saw the world that day. It's going to build empathy, it's going to build trust, and it's going to build a relationship. And when she's 16, I hope she will trust that I will slow down to listen because early in life, I listened to the little things so that later she would bring me the big things. 
So like the time I went to North Korea, taking every opportunity to see the world through someone else's eyes, it's always a meaningful exercise that even 15 years after, I remember like it was yesterday. That is your daily brief on fatherhood for the day, and I'll be back again with you guys tomorrow.